and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Hello, friends. Welcome to our friendly world. This Hello. Is, this is fun. And Matt, we are starting something new today. It's a series we're calling Connected. It's all about how we are all interconnected. We have a round table here. We're going to do this every week. We're going to have amazing friends. And we're all from different walks of life. We're all quite different. We all have different jobs on this planet. And the whole point is to make our circle grow, to make our friendship circle grow. Most of us here have never, ever met one another in person. And we all have different takes on life. Today, we're starting this whole thing. This is our very, very first episode. And when you scroll through, every episode will be called connected followed by a word and today's word is kindness to start off i want to talk about our connections to one another what we're starting here with this round table is much bigger than this little episode what we're doing is we're going to start conversations having to do with everything in life from money to you name it. And everyone here at this round table has their particular expertise. And if you're out there listening and you want to join us, please send me an email and we'll, we'll gladly, gladly accept you into the round table. We're sitting here right now at our kitchen table and we're surrounded by some amazing friends. We have Beth Hewitt, Dr. Nee Darko, we have KJ Nasrul. We have our beautiful friend Katie, our beautiful friend Paul, and some of them you've heard on our episodes before. There are other people coming next week. Kindness. What is that? That's our theme today. And I'm here to bring all the aspects of life together. We're all touched by money, we're all touched by health, we're, we all have our rituals. We have life and we share life together. The truth is that we are all connected. And that is this whole topic. This whole topic of connection is that it's to have a get together, our interconnected family. We're going to converse about it as friends. We all have different perspectives. I'm sure if we really got into this deep, I'm sure whoever's at the table, we all have different political beliefs. We have different ideas. We've all seen different things walking on the earth. And the point is to practice conversation. Sometimes it may become uncomfortable, but we're in the comfort of our home, all of us right now. And your home, you are our home. You are my home. We are friends, and no matter what you say, it will be treated with respect. You will be treated with respect, 
and you will be heard. And I think that's the key these days. It's the key always is to hear each other, to see each other, and to be heard. And that's what this is all about. Thank you. Thank you, friends, for being with us today. I have, we've all walked the earth for a while. I'm going to start with a little question. And then I'm going to let that question sit for a while. And then I'm going to have everyone introduce themselves. The question today is, so we've all been on the earth for a while. We've all walked the earth and we've all seen some things. And I really like, I I know most of you here, I know all of you here, but what I admire about everybody here is you all are so positive and the way you describe things is quite beautiful. I'm a photographer. I have been shooting for a very, very long time. And I got to say, ever since I was a baby, I feel like an alien having come onto this planet. I see its beauty. I see the beauty in humanity. I see the beauty of the earth. But to be honest, looking around, I feel like I'm always in shock. Like there is so much beauty, but I look at it not with a smile on my face. I I feel like my face probably looks really puzzled and my eyebrows are going together. Like I'm in shock. Like I can't just enjoy things. Everything seems so serious to me. I could look at something beautiful, but at the same time, I, I, I have seen some devastating things, even if it's beautiful. So I have a hard time with it, with the question I'm about to pose to you, which is, what is the most beautiful thing that you have witnessed on this planet? And please don't tell me, oh, the birth of my child or the birth of this child. Yes, that's, that's a given. All life is precious, precious. Life is precious. I want to know what scene out there on this planet has shown itself to you for you to say, wow, that's quite beautiful. And first we're going to introduce ourselves and then I'm going to go first. I'll go first as an example of what I've seen, but let's go around. Thank you, Fawn. And it's such a pleasure to be here on this round table with you all. So. My name's Beth Huey, I'm in the UK. I'm a spiritual performance coach and I help people either pivot in their career or start a business that is more in alignment with their their true soul's calling. And that is kind of born out of my journey of being a, a serial pivoter over the years and just really wanting other people to follow their passions. In, 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 do you want me to answer the, the beautiful question? No, no, don't answer the question yet. Okay. Just talk about... <laughs> you am i allowed to like am i allowed to um spill (laughs) we have um his beautiful son is here hello i don't know your son's name are we allowed to say on the air is that okay you said my name or my son's name your son's name his name he's me also (gasps) are you serious yeah yeah that we're from the boys are named me and the girls are named not um, but there's a hyphen it's hyphenated and it tells you like the lineage that you are so i'm a knee my first name is knee dako he is a knee, and my 
my second son, who's in the room right now. I'm watching him on camera right here. Um, but he's me, Dodu. And it just kind of keeps going until, you know, it stops. So there's like me, Ofed, there's me, Ajay. Uh, there's all these different versions of me. But, you know, some people decide to call their their kids by like a westernized name um, first, and then they'll have their Ghanaian name as their middle name. Um, but because my parents, you know, I was born here, my parents didn't want me to ever forget where I'm from. So me is my first name. Me, what so, part of the world cool. are your parents from? Again? What part of the world are your fa- parents from? My parents are from Ghana. Ghana. I thought you said, did he say Ghana? He did say Ghana. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so back to, back to Beth for a second. Beth, tell us more about you. I what mean, you I like know, know about you. I Ask me a question, Farm. What would you like to know? Well, um, I was going to ask, is it okay if I spill some stuff I know about you already? Hello? Is it okay? Of course. <laughs> so <laughs> Beth and I have been talking for months now. Beth is incredibly intuitive, you guys. I talked about Beth on what show was it? It was with the show with Paul titled yeah, I Need a Friend. Yeah. Uh, Beth is very intuitive. You can read. You can do cards. You have this amazing metaphysical quality. How can I explain it? Katie can probably explain that stuff too. But no. you're you're quite spiritual, Beth, and your skills are amazing. You're highly tuned to some divine aspect of the universe. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And it is intuition and it's like a, a knowing it's just like a, sometimes you can hear the words and sometimes you can feel the emotions and it's almost like I can connect the dots between things that are happening so I'm, I feel I'm always one step ahead sometimes and that comes really in handy sometimes in life quite often actually always uh, always yeah. right yeah. like you and I with KJ will talk about astral travel like it's no big deal like, <laughs> I astral traveled, astral traveled over here. This is what I heard today, guys. And uh-huh. it's just our normal like, conversation. Okay. Yeah, me too. And we're like, so that's Monday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was KJ talking, by the way. Anything else you want to add, Beth? Um, I don't, I'd, it's really hard talking about yourself, isn't it? I don't know. I just feel like I've always been on this, this spiritual journey since I was a, a baby since I was born I knew I think similar to you Fawn I have memories of being a young child in nappies you know experiencing the world for the first time and uh, I just I've just loved the journey of life really and the, and the twists and turns that it has for us all and um, also importantly please tune into Beth Hewitt's podcast everyone it's called oh, so I should have said that, shouldn't I? So, yeah, so I'm the host of the Visualize You show, and that is all about telling the stories of people who have pivoted in their careers, who have started their own businesses, and whether it's been through a change that they've made themselves or some life occurrence has happened, which means they've had to change direction. And and mm. that's, the, that's the way things go. I remember our friends would sit together and we would just look at, society as a whole and we would have these sessions where we would see into the future like feel into the future and we'd be sitting there and we'd be going like wow job security people think their job security is that's it but we're gonna there's going to be a a time when 
your job is not it. It's not your life and it's not mm -hmm. what you're going to be doing. And you have to be really flexible. You'll, you'll have to go with the flow because everything will change. And like one reason why I homeschool, why we homeschool is because the jobs that our kids will have don't even exist yet. So we have to be malleable. Is that a right word? Malleable? Malleable is a fine uh -huh. word. Yeah. Sometimes I say words and I'm like, is that the word? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. I tried to mute it quickly. Um, there was someone knocking on our door. Housekeeping. <laughs> Getting ready to nice. check out here. So that's how it is. KJ is on but, the road, um, you guys. KJ is on the road. <laughs> we are moving, friends. This is what it's all about. So thank you so much for inviting me to join this incredible roundtable and conversation. The loveliest people are on this call, and I know we're going to have a fluctuating, fluctuating as well as flowing, flowing lineup as well. So I'm just so excited for what we're starting here. So thank you for having me. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Kimberly, but I invite you all to call me KJ. I am a licensed mental health psychotherapist therapist and a musician and an artist. And my goal in the last year has been integrating and emerging all of those facets together in the name of creativity and mental wellness, especially during this time, especially during what 2020 revealed to us and uncovered for us. A lot of my focus is on the essential workers and the healers that are on the front lines today, because my philosophy is our healers need healing too and that we are all healers. For us to move together and ascend as a community, we need to be well and we need to feel safe. And so that's why this conversation is so relevant. This connection, kindness, well-being, that's my jam. So I'm so excited to be a part of this. I um, have a podcast as well. It's called Stories of Astonishing Light. And that mm. title emerged from the poet Hafez, the Persian poet Hafez. Hello, hello. And I know, I know, babe. And so the quote from Hafez is, I wish I could show you when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. And I felt like that's kind of what I can help do. I can help folks who sometimes just need someone else's eyes, sometimes a gentle invitation to truly see what their gifts are, what their light is. And we all have gifts, we all have medicine, and my podcast is just about that, the stories of us uncovering our, our medicine. And so I have musicians and poets and artists and, and uh, trailblazers on for conversations about how we can heal the world, heal ourselves, heal mental mental uh, wellness, but through creativity and art and friendship and connection. Thank you. I love you so much, KJ. I love you. I'm so happy and so honored to have everyone at this table. We're going to go to, should we go to Nee? Dr. Darko. Dr. Nee, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, uh, sorry about the background. I'm, I'm on daddy daycare this weekend, so it's just really <laughs> so. Um, nice. My name is Nee Darko. I'm from New Jersey, and uh, currently I practice as a trauma surgeon. And um, I started a podcast about five years ago called Docs Outside the Box. Uh, the tagline is ordinary doctors doing extraordinary things outside of medicine. So 
if you ever wanted to know what, how like Sanjay Gupta becomes Sanjay Gupta or how doctors do just really interesting things outside of what we normally look at them, um, that's what the show is about. And we talk about the three M's, money, mindset, and the mission. And I have this boy right here. He's trying to be the next co-host of the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, he's actually, uh, I love him. He's a lot more spontaneous than me. Let's go here. Okay. But I have a microphone right here, Professor. I have a microphone right here. Yeah, right here. Right here. I love it. Um, so I know you guys want to... Huh? I want it. Okay, give me one second, okay? One second. Can you give me one second? This is a live, unrehearsed kind of show going on. Yes. I so the thing is, what's the most beautiful thing we've ever seen? No, 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 not yet. Hold hold your thought. Okay. Right now, we're okay. just introducing everyone around the table. We'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. So, and we'll come back. Um, should we come to you? So, are you? is there anything else you want us to know about you? Uh, no, that's it. If anybody wants to come and babysit, I'm open to it, so... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> no surprise there. Okay, let's let's go to Paul. Paul, do tell. Um, hello. So, so my name's Paul. I live in Somerset in England, which is like the southwest of England. Um, I reckon probably the most beautiful part of England. It's kind of like. The Shire and Lord of the Rings, where all the, all the hills are rolling and like you get a bunch of hobbits living and they're all farmers and they all talk <laughs> like, right, my darling, how's it going, my love? That's how they all speak. <laughs> that is so um, sexy. No disrespect, <laughs> man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, my love. <laughs> um, so I... I am a meditation coach and teacher. I teach mainly online at the moment. I had my own company called Divine Lotus in Thailand for a couple of years. And now I work for a company called meetyourmindonline.com and we do workshops and webinars and one-on-one stuff, which is, is beautiful. I love doing that. And also I'm a personal trainer. I also love doing that and a nutritionist and everything like that. One thing that we'll be talking about on this podcast, I'm guessing, is is kind of like a retreat in the future. I don't want to get too far ahead of us. Um, but that's also what I want to do when I'm older, older, is create my own retreat, intertwining all these beautiful things like fitness and health, but also spirituality and, and, and nutrition and cooking classes and stuff like that. And I'm also a musician, so I'm halfway through doing my music album at the moment, and I'm called Lotus, that's my stage name. And it's kind of like flamenco indie acoustic music, I would call it. Um, Yeah, I love love playing music, I really do. It's, you know, it's, it's something I smile about more than anything else when I talk about it, I love it. It comes from my heart. Truly, not even from my heart, maybe more so from like, you know, the universe. You know, if I let myself be really open, then it's like I'm a vessel. I think like most of the, like the musicians that I find truly inspire me also do the same thing. Then when they record and make up their songs, they let it just come and not think about it too much. Anyway, I'm going on. Um, I love it. Yeah. We love, love you. We are huge you. fans of you. Thank you. Everybody, he's been on our show. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the episode, I Need a Friend, that was Paul singing two songs to us. And 
Will you sing to us during the round tables as we go along? Is that okay with you? Yeah, yeah. yeah Fabulous. Cool. Oh, I love it. Nice. Mm-hmm. And we have the most beautiful, one of the most, obviously, you're all amazing, beautiful human beings. I want to introduce everyone to Katie, our friend Katie. Oh, <laughs> hi. Um, I'm so glad I called you today. Um, my name is Katie, and I'm from Boulder, Colorado. I work in a health food store, and that's how I met beautiful Fawn and Matt and the girls, Alan Allegra. And we just formed this wonderful friendship. Every Saturday when you guys would come in, I'm like, there's my family, and I would go and hug the girls. The girls were just, oh, I miss you guys so much. And so I would get my hug from the girls, and we would just talk the whole time. And I would get in trouble because I would go, I would talk to you guys. (laughs) My boss would be like, oh, you're talking to her again. I go, well, I'm helping her. Um, I actually work in the vitamin department. And so I help people when they come in asking questions about vitamins and diet and herbs and things. And so I would always pretend I'm helping her with this. And there are times too, when we were legitimately well that's how we met vitamins i was having extreme vertigo when we met and i couldn't figure out why and then other things happened and you were always there for us and literally katie and i would be huddled at the end of an (laughs) aisle in the market yeah talking about the universe and what we're picking up and what's happening (laughs) and then someone would interrupt us because they're like excuse me and so ever since the this, this awful thing has happened to us. We have not seen each other and we've kept in contact, but I miss you so much. And, um, you know, we're just every, you know, every sat I don't work on Saturdays anymore. So, and I have kind of retired a bit, which is great because I'm getting older and it's kind of hard to work in that job. So I still work three days a week and enjoy. And that's my passion too, is being there to help people is what I really love is to help people when they come in because they are scared and desperate. Mm -hmm. Some of course want the magic pill, but a lot are scared and desperate and need and, and need guidance. And that's what I love is to help people and tell them about the supplement or whatever and what to expect. And this is a good one. And that's a bad one. Don't do that. And then people come back and say, Oh, that helped. That was wonderful. And that's what I kind of get. And I go in every day and I go, okay, let me see if I can help somebody. And then when I do, it's just like getting high off of that because I've helped somebody and it's such a wonderful feeling helping somebody with their, their fear and their concern about, oh my God, I've, I had this bad test and I have this and I should do this. And they come in with all these things that a lot of times the doctors come in or the doctors tell them that they have to go get all these vitamins. And so we help them with that. And a lot of times the doctors are not real complete about how much to take and this and that. So we kind of guide them. And that's what I do. And that's what I love. And it's very fulfilling. I, what you offered to me before we became friends, the first time I saw you, Katie, you offered me humanity. And, and I'm so glad Nee is here because obviously he's the surgeon, Dr. Darko, Dr. Nee. But I was always so, still am, afraid of doctors. And you offered, 
I mean, it was one of the hardest times in our lives for for me and for Matt. And when we met you, Katie, your friendship literally saved our lives for oh. you. The way you connected with us. And that's what everyone can do for one another is just that yes. kindness that you offered, not just saying, hey, you know, some B12 may do you good right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But what really did the best, the greatest good was your amazing, gentle, warm embrace. Thank and you. that changed our world and our lives are much better now because we met you. And our lives are better because we met Beth, because we met Paul, because we met KJ, because we met Ni. Nee. And granted, we've never been in person. We, the only person here at this roundtable that we have met in person has been Katie. But every single person here has completely enriched our lives and brought us so much hope and joy. And that's what I want to get across here to everyone listening, to whoever's listening, that we're here for you. And we will all share our particular expertise with you. And we're here for you. Matt, I just realized I didn't introduce you. Do we need to introduce you and us, you? Just quickly do it. <laughs> yeah, this is Matt. I'm a software developer. Been doing that forever. And my wife likes to think I'm wonderfully intuitive, but I'd like to... Believe I'm just observant. Mm -mm. And that's about it. Oh. <laughs> All right, folks. Okay, so I want to talk about something Kindness. beautiful. Well, it, oh, yes, that's right. Something beautiful. Okay, so back to the question. We'll, we'll talk about how kindness in each of our fields, how that, how that works. Going back to what's the most beautiful thing you've ever experienced or something you've seen, witnessed? Like I said, I'm sure you guys will have the most beautiful scenes. For me, everything is a mystery, and I'm just looking at it like a space alien. Like, what? I feel, I don't want to say horrified, but Earth really, uh, I was going to say troubles me. Earth really surprises me, and I'm in awe, but not in like, ah. Uh, I'm in awe like, what? So, example. I was doing a photo shoot. I was in Ethiopia and my friend Garamo was driving. We're pretty much out in the wilderness, but the wilderness is just like this red earth, very little trees where we were just red earth. As far as you could see, no roads, nothing. And all of a sudden I see something and I'm like, Garamo, what is that? And I kept pointing to it and he's driving, right? And he's looking at where my finger is pointing. So he keeps swerving to where I'm pointing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, right there. What is that? What is that? And I'm pointing to the windshield, but he doesn't know that. So he's trying to drive. <laughs> and so we kept going zigzagging all over the desert. right? And I'm screaming at this point because I'm like, what is it's moving? What is that? And then he's driving. He's like, it's moving. Where? Cause he's, he's zigzagging all over the place now. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, what is that? And so I'm like, just, I don't know how, but so, 
somehow I either said stop the car or he stopped the car because it was getting ridiculous. It was like a funny movie, like, but for real. So he stops the car and I'm now I'm touching the windshield. I'm like, right there, that, that right there. What is that? And he's like, what? oh, and I had never seen this thing in my life. A windshield? It was something on the windshield and it was huge. <laughs> and I thought it was a twig, but this thing was moving and it had eyes upon closer uh, introspection. It was, so anyway, he's like, that is a walking stick. I thought Ooh. it was a piece of wood, but it was moving. It had arms and legs mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, it's a bug. So I saw a walking stick for the first time in my life. Does that translate in the UK? Do you guys know what a walking stick is? Uh, yeah, I had one as a little uh, pet when I was little. And then I had babies. <laughs> I had babies and I spilt the cage oh. and I had hundreds all over my bedroom. <gasps> My mum came in. She's like, what the bloody hell is going on here? Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. How funny. So, I don't know. I when If I think of, like, what's the most amazing thing you've experienced on planet Earth, that, I think, is the epitome of my reaction to pretty much everything I see on the Earth. It's like, what is that? Oh, my God. And then someone will say, what? Oh, this? This is this. I'm like, are you crazy? Like, wh- this is insane. How is this possible? The The world is surprising me all the time and shocking me. So anyway, that's one of the things that I will say that was the most beautiful but interesting scene that I experienced. There have been many. I have many, many stories, but that's what comes to mind. Who wants to go next? Um, so the first thing that sprang into my mind when you asked this question, and Fawn, I've said this, I've mentioned this story to you before, briefly, I think, was when I was a baby and I had like one of those picture books, uh, but it had baby animals in it. And I was in diapers and I was sat in the hallway uh, at home. I think my mum was at home, it was me and my mum. And I opened the book to the centre page and there was this beautiful fawn, and I don't believe in coincidences, but there was this beautiful fawn, baby fawn, sat, well, they're all babies, aren't they? Sat on the grass (laughs) um, on this beautiful green, this beautiful green scenery. And it was like how its knee kind of bends and curls under under itself. And the reason why I say that was the first was the most beautiful because it was also, I think, the first time I experienced what beautiful was as well, because I felt like my soul had just been like lit up, like, what is this? What is this thing? What is this beautiful? I didn't know it was a form, obviously I couldn't probably speak. I don't know how old it was, maybe nine, 10, 11 months perhaps. But that was the first time that I thought, oh, that it spoke to me that animal spoke to me in that instant. And I've never met anybody called Fawn until I've met you. So mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I like to think there's some connection there. So that was a that was the first thing that I saw that was beautiful, which I think is beautiful in itself. That's my beautiful. I love that story, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love you so much, yeah. Beth. I totally, I, I mean, we know, like as soon as we met each other, we're like, Yay! And I like to say when I meet 
someone like you, Beth, I'm like, where the hell have you been? I've been waiting for you my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we meet. <laughs> I love nice that. Things, you know. Okay, who's Paul? Do you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna sneak in two. Yeah, two quick little ones. My first one. So the first one is like landscape, and the second one is spirituality. So first one would be when when I was about ten years old. I was in New Zealand with my family. And we were driving through the jungle in the South Island. And um, my dad stopped off and he was like, right, let's go for a walk. And there was a little sign in the middle of nowhere, a little sign saying waterfall, walk through the jungle for 10 minutes. So we walked through. We didn't see anyone on the walk on the way to the waterfall. And it was just dense jungle. And then it came to this clearing. And this clearing was... I don't know. It was it was massive. It was uh, it was about four hundred meters in diameter, just a perfect circle, and there were these smooth grey stones, thousands mm. of them, all in this clearing. And then right in the centre of the clearing, there was just a waterfall coming through, oh, wow. and just you know, in this dense jungle, just this like part of it was kind of like a little bit of like a little bit of heaven had been blessed to the green earth and it was just like pure gray and water it was just magical um so that is the the place that i've always found most beautiful in my memory um and then the second one one example of i mean i've got a lot that i'd like to share but one example of, of my most favorite spiritual moment in my life um was when i was at a temple in thailand and this temple had a big boat on top of this lake. You go onto the boat and then you pray at Buddha and stuff like that, if you're Buddhist or whatever. So I was praying to my God, just, you know, my own higher power sort of thing, giving thanks and gratitude for my life and normally giving, giving service. And then after I prayed, I turned around and there was hundreds of these golden wishing leaves that all the Thai people write on and write a little wish with. And right in the center of all these leaves, and they were all written in Thai apart from one. One was written in English, and it just said Paul right in the middle, just staring oh. at me. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is cool. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Paul. Wow. KJ, how about you? Oh. Um. So many, so many images came up to mind when you posed the question at first. And so my struggle became, as it usually is with me, because I'm a wordy girl, to narrow down <laughs> and come up with maybe just one example or two lovely examples like Paul just shared. I'll just generally reference the first time I went to a live concert and I understood being a musician all my life, I've crawled onto the piano before I was three and I was always pecking away at the keys. So my mom was just like, we're gonna put you in lessons. Let's get, let's develop this, which is amazing. But to hear it on a different level, live in a concert hall for the first time, um, any live music, uh, I, it was an, it's still indescribable to me this day, but the tears that come to my eyes and the the feeling that settles in my body, in my blood, I swear to God, it's in my blood, when I hear 
live music. Um, my, my first concert conscientiously outside of maybe church hymns um, was with Tori Amos, the vocalist and piano player. And since I was a vocal, I'm a vocalist and a piano player, there was something extremely profound about hearing another piano player and vocalist just play, but be amplified in an arena. And I remember the first time she came up on stage, I was, I burst into tears. I had no idea. I had no idea. And I kept saying that I didn't know. I didn't know it could sound like this. And I still have this reaction to this day to any live music. So it, it, if you're at a concert and you see a chick weeping uncontrollably, it might, <laughs> it might be me. <laughs> it might be mm. me. Um, and so I'll reference hearing music for the first time in an amplified stage. And then another another quick point of reference that I have was when I was in South uh, Southeast Sulawesi, Indonesia, about two years ago, three years ago. And it was sunset, and this is this is one tiny, tiny, tiny island in the midst of thousands and thousands of islands that line and pepper Indonesia. And we were here on this island with no internet connection. There's nothing that would really connect us to any other moment outside of what was happening in front of us. And so we're just sitting in these rickety wooden chairs on a deck overlooking the ocean at sunset. And I see the silhouette of a man walking what appears across the ocean. Wow. Just a silhouette. He has a fishing pole over his shoulder and a bucket. I'm assuming it's a bucket in his hand. And he's walking across the ocean at sunset. What we understood later is that there's tons of sandbars out there surrounding oh the islands. Oh my God. So there was this man out there going about his day, gathering urchins or fish, whatever he needed to, to provide for his family, provide for whatever flourishing or thriving, hopefully business that he had. He was out collecting urchins for the day, fish for the day. Oh. But, but from afar and in only in silhouette, I saw this being just walking gently and softly across, across the ocean. Wow. Yeah. KJ. Holy moly. Amazing. Oh my God. That is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. That is forever now in my imprinted, in my vision, in my, in my head, in my heart. That's beautiful. KJ. And you know, I took a picture. I'll show you. Oh my God. I can't wait to see it. Yes, Yes, please. (gasps) Maybe we can post it. In the show notes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and, and as far as the crying thing, a long time ago, I went once again to a psychic. <laughs> and I, you know, like when they hit upon a truth or they hit upon a an aspect of your soul, your spirit that only you are aware of maybe, and you start crying, I got to that point and the person said, you know, when you're being heard, when when God is listening, when the universe is listening, and you feel be, like you're definitely connected, you have that connection that you feel like you're being heard, when the tears flow is, is your signal that that is happening, that you're connected. Mm. Katie, Katie, your turn. So again, I have two. One was when we went to Kauai and I 
was blessed to be able to go on a helicopter ride in all over Kauai. And I, because I was little, I got to sit in the front seat and it was one of those helicopters where it had the dome where you could see everything. And we flew all over Kauai and the coast and in the, in the jungle, very close to the jungle and in the waterfalls. And, and the same thing, I was crying because it was so beautiful. And I thought, boy, somebody, if, if you didn't believe in God, now you would because of the absolute beauty. And then the second was, again, on another travel, I went to Ireland. I went with my brother and sister-in-law, and we did a driving trip. We're, we're actually Irish, and we wanted to go see our roots, and we did. We went to the, the wonderful cemeteries and saw our name there, and we drove all around Ireland, and we saw the sheep and the cows and the, the ocean. We went to a lighthouse, and we saw the ocean and the water. And just, I mean, I can't tell you the beauty of of that that whole country and I was just so excited. And again, the immense beauty that is all over this world is just, just outstanding. So that's mine. It really is. I mean, it's good to have this conversation and to have this sharing experience because it's, it's sometimes it's hard to remember how amazing the earth is and how amazing Mm -hmm. the life here is. Thank you so much, Katie, for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I see Nee's kitchen, and I don't see Nee. <laughs> there he is. Okay. <laughs> nee, it's your turn. Sorry, guys. Just trying to keep the house from going on fire. What fire? You know what fire we're talking about. Uh oh, we've got double trouble going on now. Oh my God, they are so adorable. Hi, guys. So for me, sorry guys. <laughs> this is Fire real life, life folks. <laughs> I uh, love it's uh, a little toy microphone, and when it hits um, oh. something, it causes a little bit of some back feed. So, but I would say the, for me, the most beautiful thing that I've seen was it was me and my wife. We went on a honeymoon, and we did it for a month, and we went to New Zealand. Australia and the reason why it was very beautiful is is um, you know the uh, amount of sacrifice Tasha, Tasha, the amount of sacrifice I did for at this point over 10 years you know you spend so much of your time dealing in very stressful um, life and death type of situation you're trying to pass tests and um, not sure if you're going to survive, if you're going to, you know, get through school, that's stressful. Then obviously the stress of, you know, trying to just get through, you know, residency and then you're taking care of people. It's very difficult. So at this point, me and my wife had dated for 10 years. I can't even believe it. You know, sometimes I'm a little embarrassed uh, to say it, but we had dated for 10 years before we got married. And we decided that, you know what, since we're getting married, let's do it up and let's go away for a little bit before we start working. Um, the place that we went to go visit was New Zealand, mainly because it was just so different than the life that we were used to here in the United States. Um, the background. Can you guys hear me? I can tell you. Oh, we can hear all of you. Yeah. <laughs> You're all here. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the, the scenery, the, 
the scenery that Papa, we saw, um, just, you know, Papa, the Maori that we saw. Um, it was just really, really eye-opening experience. It really changed my perspective on what's really important in life. Papa, it's really about experiences as opposed Papa, to accomplishments. Can I use your and I think I had spent my entire life hey. kind of trying to get this accomplishment Papa, of being a physician. Can I use your trying to get this accomplishment of you know, getting into med school Papa, and so forth. And it? when you see the isolated scenery, like this almost like it's civilized, but it's not. It. And you really start to realize, speakers. or I start to realize, wow, like it's it's really about this experience. And if Papa, I didn't have my if I didn't take can the time, I, I would have never had can this experience. I and I would have deprived myself of this type of experience. <laughs> and at that point, that's when my wife decided hey, that we I needed to. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the phone right I now. I don't want a speaker. Okay. I don't know how to do this. Okay, can I finish? Please help me. So it was at that point that me and my wife got really motivated to pay off our debt. Okay. And we had a ton of student loan debt and we paid it off because there was a certain lifestyle that we wanted and it had nothing to do with money. It just had to do with the way in which we wanted to live. Um, so when we look back, we, I always say for me, just being able to see the scenery of New Zealand was one of the best things, most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. It helped unlock a lot of things inside of me. You know, it's interesting how nature is always the most quiet. Well, actually, sometimes it's not quiet, is it? Because it can totally like come and tsunami you away. But Mm -hmm. that's where you find truth. How about, thank you, Nee. Thank you, Nee Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How about you, Matt? What is the most beautiful thing? See, not fair. But the one thing that kind of springs up for me is, has nothing to do with travel, nothing to do with vacation. To me, it's the dichotomy. So living in L.A., Uh, I remember taking a bike ride from where we were living in Santa Monica to Dodger Stadium, which is literally kind of a downtownish LA thing. Sunday morning, super early, the streets were clear. It was so beautiful. Are you kidding? No, I'm very, very serious. And it's because (laughs) I had seen it so crowded and ugly. It was just, it was quiet. There weren't a lot of people. I rode my bike. What I wanted to do is ride my bike and actually touch Dodger Stadium, but unfortunately, there's a there's a gate and there was a dude, and I was like, oh, "Come on, man! I just want to touch it, and then I'll go back home." And he's like, "No!" So I had I was turned away at the gates, but still, <laughs> it's that Aww. moment. It's freezing, freezing that kind of moment in time of taking that bike ride on a on a Sunday morning, and just the the raw difference between how that is then yeah. and like how it is on like a Monday all day or a Tuesday all day. Um, you know, most beautiful, probably not, but this is what I'm at. This is where I'm at right now, right in this moment. So we have five minutes left before KJ needs to check out of her hotel room. (laughs) And I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about how kindness affects us, but do you think we can go around in about 10 seconds? Everybody say something about that. And then I'm going to wrap up the show. This this is just the beginning, guys. This is our first episode. We will get into full, in-depth conversations that will go deep. Right now, this is just our first kind of free-flow experience. But KJ, any word on kindness you can share with us? 10 seconds or 15 or 20. Oh. <laughs> no pressure. <Okay. laughs> None at all. Okay. Uh, for me, kindness is compassion. 
and receptivity. And that includes turning it inwards. How are we showing receptivity and compassion to ourselves? Beautiful. Nice. Nice. Paul, Paul, how about you? Oh. Okay. Kindness, kindness. Kindness um, brings people together, you know, um, kind of kindness is like evidence showing that we are when you experience it it's evidence i find if i experience it it's evidence to me that i'm meant to be a part of um company and connection and other people the the feeling i get from kindness and giving kindness there's nothing like it when it shows that i'm meant to walk this path with a family you know that is perfect Mm. I wanted to say. Oh, something. go ahead. Okay, baby. good. Go good, ahead, good, 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 good. Because I, I, I get the Beth. feeling some of you'll steal my thunder. So, kind I know. Kindness. Why did you look at me like that? Why did you look at me like that? <laughs> Just because. Oh kindness. The first three letters of kind or kin. You stole that mm. from me. I said that on our other episode. Hey, oh hey. my god. Anyways, this okay. is this is me talking. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's about recognizing <laughs> so the, the the family and the connectedness we have with each other, and, and really mm-hmm. wanting to a enhance it and b to help. That to me is kindness. Mm. I love you, babe. Even though mm-hmm. I steal from no, you I do you steal from me? I did not. <laughs> this is me. Oh my god, Beth, how about you? <laughs> For me, kindness—it's that it costs nothing. Like that selflessness. Yeah. Like there's nothing. You're not looking to gain something by just being a friendly person, helping somebody else out in a time of need, or just because you know you're good pals and you're there to have a chat, regardless of what's going on. So for me, it's just just being there and not expecting anything in return and just being being of service thank you beth mm-hmm. katie how about you wow you've you've all said so many wonderful things kindness is going throughout your day it's so hard to express just just trying to to help to help other people i know when with my job i just try to be patient with people because as I told my son growing up, treat people how you would want them to treat you. And I think that's kindness. You got to have to have compassion for people because you don't know where they're coming from or what they're going through. There's so many people going through hard times right now. And if you could just even just give a little smile, even though we have to wear masks and everything, I wear a mask every day, eight hours. And I know you do doctor too. That's hard. Um, But you can see the smiles in the eyes. You know, people, your eyes express the smile. And that's what I like to do is just smile. And I feel that's kindness giving to people. Even just walking by somebody in the store real quick. I don't know who they are. If I can just give a little quick smile, that might help somebody throughout their day. And that's kind of what kindness is. Little things like that throughout the day. The little thing is the most life-saving thing. Just a, a glance or a slight mm-hmm. touch on a shoulder or just being yeah. just being present and mm-hmm. still oh my god isn't he still here uh he's still here but oh <laughs> poor poor knee there he is <laughs> i mean knee for real saves people's lives 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> nee, tell us. So I, I heard everybody's definition, and I agree with everybody's definition. Um, I'm not going to add any more definitions. We need a lot more of all of that in the world right now. And we need kindness in the world. So that's why I'll do that. Is there an Some elephant with you? You know but what? Awesome. You know what, Nee? <laughs> nee Jr. says it perfectly because elephants are the kindest. One of the yes, kindest. Yes. Aren't they? they Thank are. you, Nee Jr. They are. That's, oh. that's his favorite animal, actually. Oh, my God. Elephant. Oh He's my all of about course. Dumbo. He's all about Dumbo and everything. Dumbo. Oh my God. I love him so much. Well, okay. And KJ, don't leave yet. I'm going to wrap this up for us today with two words. Alone <sighs> and actually three words. All one. We made a new friend last week and we interviewed him. He was on our show. It'll come out in just a little bit. His name is Barry. He's a singer. He's a, he's a writer. He's an amazing artist. He travels around and he teaches children kindness around the country. Oh. And he's really a very special oh. human being, like completely angelic. And he usually wears this shirt that says all one. And it was yet another sign for me that we were meant to be friends because that's all over everything that I do. I've always said we are all one, all one. The photo book that I tried to publish, you know, everything is just we are all one family. And that's the whole point of this podcast, this Our Friendly World, is we are all one family. And so Barry wears this shirt that says all one. He did a TED Talk and he talked about how his shirt was commented on by this woman that said, your shirt is depressing. He's like, why? Oh. And because the woman said, because it says alone. He's like, and then oh. he stood up straighter. And so you could see all the words and it was actually saying all one. And then when we were doing our podcast with him, he was wearing that shirt also. And the way he was sitting, the crease, the shirt was creased in such a way that I saw the words alone and we were talking about the big lie in the world, the big lie in life. And we were talking about lying and I was watching his shirt move. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my God, that's the message right there. It may appear that we're alone, but really we are all, all one. one. It's just one sneaky letter can disappear oh. or come back to tell you what the reality is and that's how i want to close the show off today is that we are all one and don't you think for a second that you're ever alone because you we are not thank you everyone for showing up okay. and being present thank you i love you all so thank much you. and thank you. we'll speak in a few days okay Absolutely. Okay. Sounds good. Take care. Oh, Thank wait. All right. Before before I forget, everyone's information will be in our show notes and on the website, ourfriendlyworld.com. And if you need to get a hold of anyone here, you can do so there. We love you. Take care. Talk to you in a few days. Be well. Bye. Love you too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.